This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and it is Friday, which means we are back for another episode of Southern Charm, aka Shep's Shame Spiral Into the Depths of Hell. (sighs) It's another week, another episode, another opportunity for Shep to be the absolute worst. I gotta be honest, I have still been reeling the last couple days from this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I broke it down yesterday with Jordana Abraham. If you haven't listened, go check that out. But, you know, Southern Charm actually felt like kind of a palate cleanser this week, which is a new sensation for a show that is about people that are so upsetting to me at times. But, you know, Given everything that's going on in Aspen, Dorit and Kyle screaming at each other, Lisa Rinna being Lisa Rinna, the Kathy Hilton of it all, Crystal and Erica, and you, you know, there is just, it is a time of such strife in Beverly Hills, aka in Aspen. And so seeing what these chuckleheads are up to in South Carolina and also in Georgia this week, it kind of just was what I needed. I don't know what that says about me. I can't really unpack that mentally, but I'm happy to be here talking about Southern Charm. And Southern Charm adjacent news, we have a new season of Winter House coming out next month. Winter House premieres the day before BravoCon starts. You guys, I don't know how many of you are going to BravoCon I will be there. I will be bringing you all of the uh, all of the best moments you are missing. All, all the behind the scenes. You know, we will be at BravoCon. We will be up in there. And let me tell you, that weekend is going to be absolutely exhausting. And so the fact that the week before Bravo is putting upon us both a Real Housewives of Potomac premiere on Sunday and then on Thursday a Winter House premiere, it's like, how much do you devalue my sleep schedule? Like, when am I supposed to rest? I think we'll still be in Beverly Hills, end of season, maybe reunion territory by that point. Like, Salt Lake City will be happening. I will be so tired. I know there are people out there with harder jobs than me. If you're like a doctor or like, you know, a firefighter, that's good for you. You know, don't you don't have to don't rub, don't rub it in my face. You know, good for you. You're, you're doing, you're doing the work. You're out there doing good. But like, my job is hard. Whatever's happening on these shows, we have to talk about it and think about it. And it's just, it's a lot sometimes. And so the fact that all of that is happening the week leading up to BravoCon, I mean, I'm going to do my best, but 
I kid, of course. I'm, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a thrilling week. If you're going to be at BravoCon, by the way, feel free to slide into my DMs, Bravo by Betches DMs. Um, if you, if there's stuff you want to know, if you want me to talk about anything, we're going to do some pre and post Bravo content, BravoCon content, if you will. Um, so just, yeah, let's chat about it. Let's talk about it. But in the meantime, I have waffled around enough about things happening in a month. So let's get to what happened last night on Southern Charm. We start off with Craig FaceTiming Paige. And I think I mentioned it last week, but her contract really must have kicked in for this season because she, you know, she's starting drama at the Friendsgiving. And now she is doing a full scene via FaceTime, you know, talking about the Shep being on Raya thing. Really... uh, Paige is getting up in the drama, and I have to imagine that that is coming along with the paycheck. And so it's giving, you know, when Kathy Hilton didn't appear on the first 12 episodes of Beverly Hills because the contract wasn't signed, like, that's the vibe I'm getting from Paige right now, because she has now checked in, even when she's not even physically there. Um, And I mean, I certainly wouldn't do that for free. So I hope that she's not doing it for free either. Um, but like I said, it's the Shep Raya thing, and that really is setting the tone for the whole episode. We see Shep and Taylor chatting with each other, and Shep is like the way that Shep thinks about this whole situation, it is kind of mind blowing in a way that this is a woman that he has been with for years at this point is theoretically maybe talking about getting married, even if he doesn't want to, you know, but like the way he, he says, I've been thinking a lot about things you're not happy about. And this feels like you are, how many times can we pass the buck? The, the use of passive voice, things that you're not happy about. It's like, sir, the things that she's not happy about are not just like things happening in the universe, you know, like, I'm not happy about climate change. I'm not happy about uh, something else bad that's happening in the world. Like, I'm not happy about a lot of things that are happening. But if you're specifically doing things to hurt me, I don't want to talk about climate change in that moment. I want to talk about you being a fucking asshole. And (laughs) the way that Shep is just like, you know a couple things happen and all of a sudden I'm under a microscope and everybody's talking about my actions. And then he, he does it again when he says, you know, all of this strife that I've caused you and in turn that I've caused myself. And it's like shepherd the way that he is able to the mental gymnastics of taking things that you have done mistakes that you have made with no, you know, you did it all on your own. And the way that he is able to flip that around and, you know, turn it into something that is like this event in the relationship that is causing strife for both of you, it is impressive. It would be impressive if it wasn't so upsetting. Like, oh, that's so upsetting. Like, get a fucking grip. And it's just like seeing Taylor be like so not standing her ground in a way that it's like, of course, she's like upset, whatever. But 
the stuff that he's doing in the way that not even just the initial events, but then the way that he's like framing them when they're talking about it, it's just clear that he doesn't actually take any of this seriously. Even if he's acting sorry or saying one right thing, he's immediately doing 12 other things that show that he doesn't really take it that seriously. But you know, what whatever happened that couldn't be fixed with a nice vacation. So his grand gesture for, um, treating her like garbage and being on Raya when they were still together is that he is going to not just take her on vacation, but host a group trip because of course this is a TV show and everybody has to be invited. And where are they going for their, uh, for their big old vacation? They're going to some Island in Georgia. Look, I don't know. I, I maybe Bravo planned this trip. I don't know exactly what the parameters were in terms of location, but if I was dating a wealthy man, just imagine, oh, sounds nice. If I was dating a wealthy man and he had done all this shit to me and I was giving him one more chance to prove that he loved me and that he was taking it seriously and he was going to take me on a trip and wherever, he's going to show me how much he cares. First of all, don't invite all our friends. This should be a one-on-one. This is a solo trip. This is a trip where we're gonna drink and eat and fuck. Look, that's what's happening. I don't want Vanita and, you know, Olivia and 12 other people there and staying in little houses. This is, this should be you and me. It's a, it's a couple trip. But then on top of that, we're going to an island in Georgia. I'm sure it's beautiful. Uh, sea Island, St. Simons. I, I bet it's nice. I, I'm, I'm sure it's nice. But like, an island in Georgia? Was Jamaica all booked up? Was the Caribbean closed? What are we doing here? I don't want to go to Georgia. I want to go to St. Bart's. I want to go to not Bermuda, because that's where Shep was on Raya. Oh my God, I just had to stop myself from saying Bermuda. Bermuda is a trigger word for Taylor, but I want to go somewhere fun, somewhere cool, somewhere beautiful. And I just don't, Georgia is not the fantasy. I just don't think that's the vibe. But you know, Shep is going to do the bare minimum. And so they're driving off to Georgia. But before we get there, we have a scene that really just caught me by surprise. Because it is Taylor and Austin shopping. And I mean, first of all, Taylor is shopping for presents for Shep, which I can't even get into. Like, girl, you have been so gaslit into caring about this man who treats you like garbage. But that aside, she's buying gifts for Shep. But the way that Austin is talking to Taylor about Shep's treatment of her, I was shook. Because Austin, I feel like I've been conditioned to think that Austin is kind of scummy. You know, his behavior on the last season of uh, Summer House, his behavior with Madison, all of that stuff, not doing it for me. You know, he's the Honda Civic. He's just not, he's not the, he's not the one. But he is saying all the right things to Taylor. You know, Taylor is saying, you know, well, Shep has built up a lot of walls over time. And if I bring things up, he thinks I'm attacking him. But now blah, 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 blah. And Austin is like, girl, you have done that 12 times. You've been, it's a cycle at this point. 
And he says, Shep being a dickhead is not a wall. Austin being the voice of reason feels so wrong, but in a way that is so heartwarming that I'm like, wow, have I, have we been wrong about Austin this whole time? And I think the answer is no. I don't think we've been wrong about Austin the whole time, but I am willing to change my mind when when presented with new information. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a side of Austin that I am glad to be seeing. And I hope we see it more because he is really making a lot of sense. And when he starts getting emotional about Taylor and Shep, and he tells Taylor that he, he sees her as more than just Shep's girlfriend. He loves her and he cares about her. And that's why this situation is making him so upset because the way that Shep speaks to her is not acceptable. And the way that she accepts that and she rationalizes it is, you know, she's not valuing herself the way that she should. And seeing all of these emotions come out of Austin, I'm like, damn, that is one hot Muppet. I think I would. Guys, I think I would. This is really, um, this is taking a lot out of me. I don't, I don't know how how much longer I can keep watching this show. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Anyhow, they head off to Georgia, their their big fancy vacation. Catherine can't go because of her kids. Look, the, the kids is the best excuse to miss a trip. Catherine has missed both cast trips this season. I am feeling like Catherine is maybe not that committed to being on Southern Charm anymore. And as as many mixed feelings as I have about Catherine, if she's going to be in the group, I need her to be in the group. Missing both cast trips to me is like equivalent to missing the reunion. Like missing one because of the kids, that's one thing. But she didn't come to old brass or old whatever the fuck the Frank Lloyd Wright place is called. She didn't go on that one because she and Caleb had just broken up. Like, ma'am, if you're already going to be busy with the kids, then you got to show up when you don't have the kids. You know, like you you got to, you know, choose your battles. And it just feels like she is not clocked in this season. Like at this point, Paige is showing up more than she is. Even if it's on FaceTime, we don't even get a FaceTime from Catherine. She's not in this episode. I don't know. I don't know. I need I need my girlies to show up. And Catherine is letting me down right now. But they get to Georgia, whatever. Shep has said in the car, 
that he wants Taylor to quit her job. And Austin again is like, red flag, red flag, red flag. What are you saying? What are you doing? This is not, you know, Craig, you know, everybody thinks that this is a bad idea. And Shep's reasoning for this is that he wants her to be able to like travel the world with him. I'm like, then why are you going to Georgia right now? She's on, she's free for a trip right now when you're supposed to be proving yourself to her and you're driving four hours to the Georgia coast. Why aren't you in Europe right now? You know, put up or shut up. She's not going to quit her job when you're only taking her to Georgia. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Whatever. But they get there. And then at dinner later that night, um, things heat up again between Naomi and Craig. Because first of all, Naomi says something to the table about how they should be better about acknowledging the waitress because they're being rude. Craig immediately jumps down her throat. He's like, how many years have you spent serving? What do you know about being a waitress? What? Huh, Naomi? And she's like, um, okay, it's not, not really what I was saying. But Craig is basically just plastered at dinner. He's been drinking all day. He's ordering shots. He's just like, he's, he's wasted in a way that's not cute. And I feel like if, if Paige was there, he would be more together, but I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, but he is not having it with Naomi you know, Naomi brings up the thing about him calling her crazy that Leva told her and he flips out once again. He says it didn't happen, but we see the video that it did. And then in the confessional, he says, well, Leva knows that everyone calls their ex crazy. So why would she tell Naomi that I called her crazy? And it's like, I don't think this is the the strong argument that you're acting like it is. Because the way that he's responding, you know, Naomi is bringing up something potentially hurtful that he said about her and he the way that he responds is like well why are you being crazy and it's very like when you are accusing somebody of something and it really just makes you look nuts like sir the call is coming from inside the house you're the one yelling at the restaurant right now and Naomi's just like trying to have a conversation and I hope Paige is watching this episode and being like hmm Maybe Naomi isn't like the evil boyfriend stealer that I've been acting like she is. And maybe Craig needs to watch his tone. I don't know. Maybe that's too much to ask, but things on this Georgia trip not going well so far. But I mean, maybe I'm into Austin. That's the takeaway from today. And it's alarming, but it's my truth. Anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great weekend and don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Thank you.
Betches.